Good morning. It's Aya Wimala, and today is Tuesday, July 14th. Yeah? <laughs> it was, uh, it's, I'm starting to lose track of days again. I have to work on that every morning when I first get up. How's everybody doing today? It's, we're, we're here in Illinois. Things seem to be, uh, pretty good. Things are beginning to open up a little bit more, but we're we're still having more cases than we'd like to see of the coronavirus. But our neighbor Wisconsin to the north of us is not doing well at all. For the first time, my son said in a, uh, when we were chatting online a few days ago, he said, I'd love to see you, Mom, but I don't want you to come up here because Wisconsin is crazy. And finally, this, the uh, county where Madison is has put in a, uh, made it, made it a mandate that, that masks have to be worn. And Wisconsin hasn't had that statewide for a long time. So now their numbers are spiking like so many others are. And um, the states around them are doing better. And... Wisconsin that I always thought was the salt of the earth, they are they are going into uh, big big troubles ahead. If my son says it's crazy and he said he said it doesn't feel comfortable for him to even be working right now, and he he is a cook at a restaurant, so they're only doing takeout, but the rules are kind of sloppy about people being able to come in to the inside of the building and uh, you know he doesn't feel like even even the cooks and the kitchen help that he works with are uh, protected enough so we have all around us places that aren't being that safe and Florida where I'm teaching classes with uh, Blue Lotus there they are back into the same mode all of us felt we were in the middle of March and Texas is the same, so I think we're doing we're doing well here in Illinois. But this these are strange times because it's we're unclear about so many things, and this is why our practice meditating and uh, trying to step back and take that broader view are so important and trying to get outside of ourselves in the sense of not focusing on how everything affects me, but being able to look and help other people or see the bigger picture in the world and take a deep breath and carry on. So let's begin today. We need it more than ever. Uh, my wish and these beautiful words from Shanti Dewa in uh, in his teachings on the the way of the Bodhisattva back in the eighth century. Okay, let's begin with this. Hopefully, people are memorizing. Um, I, I'm sorry, I have still forgotten to put the words on my uh, on my Facebook page, but. A lot of you who've been to the temple are probably very aware of the words, but be sure to try to start memorizing as much of this as you can so you can keep it with you all the time. 
May I become, at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. So we can begin to see all of those in need just by looking around and first of all seeing who we're living with. We take care of ourselves when we feel that we're getting a little bit out of balance or we're, we're feeling a little lost or we're feeling confused. And we start as close to home as you can in taking care of those in need. Because sometimes we look Sometimes we want to do things for people far away from us who we don't know when there's a, a big need very close to us and we may be overlooking that. We may be overlooking that being or that person. Um, and we can do both. So we don't have to neglect one for the other. But just the same way our loving kindness radiates out, I think, Take, looking out for those in need should radiate out from ourselves and go directly to the people who we feel uh, sometimes the most difficulties with, but who are closest to us. And that's once we break that barrier, then I think we're we're getting we're doing really well. And then it's then we have more inner peace when we've helped our loved ones to be moving out and seeing where, where other places we can help. So, just keep remembering that. I think when we can get a little bit more distant from our own situation and our own uh, personal, you know, angst, why is this happening to me, you know, why, is, why not, <laughs> is really the answer. Um, I think, I think the more we can see that we're connected to everything, to everyone, to every creature, every, every part of this earth we stand on, and all other human beings, if we just see our connections, um, be aware of those and realize that we're all in this together, that can help us diminish our own ego, but make us be much more valuable in terms of what we can do to help the bigger situation and to see more clearly. We see more clearly when we don't identify everything as, uh, like I was saying the other day, even as I was talking about this to you, like my, my squirrels and chipmunks outside, my birds, my wild turkey. And I just caught myself like, no, they're not mine. They allow me to put some food out for snacks for them and give, it gives me a lot of pleasure. But, but they, they're not mine. I don't even know actually that much about them as beings. I don't know what they should be eating. I don't know, uh, what, what, I don't know if they get sick. I don't know what anything about their lives other than they give me a great deal of delight and, uh, that that makes me it makes me happy just to 
watch them. So start at home. Now I live alone, but I have family members and I th and I have really dear friends that um, don't live with me, but I'm in very close contact with. So I can look. I don't have to look very much further than the group of people that I'm uh, that I'm related to or very close to to know more about the needs of people and more about what they're going through. And we're all going through this period of pandemic differently. And some of us have anxieties and some of us have uh, worries about work and some of us have medical issues that come up. So uh, many of us and many of the people I know have, uh, have parents who are in either in living independently or in, a, in assisted living or nursing homes. And just this morning, a good friend of the temple uh, had on Facebook that her mom had died. And it, and it was, I mean, she was, I think she was 100. I can't remember her mom's age, but um, she had other con underlying conditions. And when she recently got COVID-19, it was more than her body could handle. And that's not the way we want to lose our parents. And that's happening to so many. So it, so it doesn't matter how old the person is, it's a precious life and there's still life there. So this is happening, things are happening to people all the time. We all have so much going on and we're all connected to so many. So remember that we, we, this isn't about us. None of this is about us. But it should be about us in terms of our practice. And we should be thinking about how can we best take care of others and ourselves, and constantly be aware of that. Uh, it's not a good time to be selfish. It's not a good time to be stoking any fires or any old uh, issues maybe you've had with people. This is a time for clarity. And it's a time to uh, sit back and look at our lives and see, okay, has my life up to this point prepared me to go through this experience? Or do I feel adrift? And uh, what we can do is work on those things. If we feel like we haven't been meditating quite enough, Now's the time to start that habit. Or we haven't, we need to spend more quality time with our kids or our spouse or um, other, other connections we have with people. Then this is the time to do it. This, we're, we're going to be in this situation of confusion and um, a lack of clarity for quite a while because we, this is, especially in this country, I think, and in this western part of the, this particular part of the world, we aren't used to having a kind of a daily reminder that things aren't perfectly normal. So we've been spoiled, and now we, in particular, are having to figure out how we how we live through hard times, how we live through uh, uncertainty. And most of the world has been has been learning about that for much longer time than we have as Americans. 
So we count our blessings, but then we have to, okay, uh, figure out how to deal, how to do this. So I think it's very important for us, no matter what we're going through, is to find joy. Sometimes joy may be in little, little bits, but that's okay. That's usually how it is anyway. We have to find happiness in our day as much as we can. And we have to be content. I think being content, that contentment is, is uh, more what we're looking for than some kind of a, a happiness the way we usually think of it is when we have something new or when we have a new relationship or when we can be excited about something. But I think contentment is much more that calm. Uh, there's a calm quality about it and a recognition of the things we can be filled with gratitude for. So we're going to keep going on and we're going to find those, those tidbits of joy and happiness wherever we find them. So the more we can feel that, the more we can share that. But contentment should be, this should be right up there at the top. Uh, make peace with yourself, make peace with your loved ones. And then all the little things become, can become great happiness. So we've read our, read my wish. Let's sit and then I'll read my wish again at the end of our time together. And remember, anytime you can sit longer and stay with it, uh, you'll be, you'll be all in the right position you'll be all in the right by by if we sit for 15 minutes by the end of that 15 minutes we're really ready to continue with meditation our bodies have calmed down we've started uh, letting go of some of the things that you know were stuck on us like velcro when we start up in the morning some of the things we've been worried about, some of our anxieties, some of those things have just dropped away as we've come back to our body and we've relaxed and we've just observed our breathing. So about 15 minutes into that is a really good time to just stay with it. Stay with it a little bit longer. If it's two minutes more today, uh, then, then tomorrow you you'll be that'll be easy for you so you can stay another 2 minutes and if you have responsibilities we'll come back to it when you can but start carving out time because um we can find that time we've probably all discovered since the pandemic began how much less gas we're using in our cars i think i've yeah i it's un- unbelievable <laughs> how much less shopping we need to do than we probably enjoyed doing before. Um, how much money we save not going to coffee shops, restaurants. Um, you know, maybe some of you like to go to drive throughs and get a nice big giant supersize cool beverage and carry that around for the day or pick up coffee somewhere. But... I think all of us have probably become very aware of how much less we're running around. I hear people say that all the time. Well, we, we haven't been able to run around because things haven't been 
been open, but that we haven't missed it. And we need to, as even if we're in an area where things are, feel like it's almost back to normal, we don't have to go back to our old normal. We don't have to be racing around as much, and, and I include myself in that. Um, we don't have to be driving long distances to do everything we do. We don't have to be we don't have to be making ourselves busy. And we can find all kinds of ways to find time in our day to spend with the people we need to be spending time with and to be working on our practice so we can stay, uh, stay strong and stay steady. So remember that. We don't have to go back to old patterns. We've had, an, we've had a lot of time to start breaking a lot of those patterns. So, gently close your eyes if you can. If you can't, just let your gaze be down a bit. And uh, when you can, I think closing your eyes can be good, but I know many of you have children you're watching or things you have to keep an eye on. Okay. Just begin breathing through your nose if you can, in and out. Always remembering to feel the air, to feel the oxygen as you breathe in. Just naturally going down into your lungs so your belly rises. And then as you exhale, the carbon dioxide that the world outside needs as well. You feel your belly contract a little bit. I think it's a good idea if we start off just silently to yourself counting your breath so we can really keep remembering. What we want to do is keep coming back to our breath. We're letting that be the focus of our attention. We're learning how to stay with that longer and longer. So counting each breath, I think just up to five and then start over again. In breath, one. Exhale, one. In, two. Out, two. In, three. Out, three. And start over with one when you reach your five. And stay with this at least for three or four rounds. 
All we have to do when we are sitting in meditation is to keep coming back to our breath. So if you feel like you can do it without counting in your head, then drop the counting. Be aware of your body breathing. And we're just observing that breath. We are not we don't even have to do the breathing. We're observing our body breathing. If you hold a lot of tension in your body, with each exhale, feel your shoulders drop a little bit. Our shoulders will be inching up if we're tense. As you exhale, just let your shoulders drop a little bit. You'll notice it. Let them... Let your whole whole upper body just relax. Allow your thoughts to just come and go. Don't put any pressure on yourself to control your thoughts or to get rid of your thoughts. Not going to happen. What we can do is learn to just allow them to come and go. Allow them to do what they have to do. But we don't have to engage with those thoughts. We're watching our breath. We don't have to force our breath. We don't tell our breath to go deep, be a deep breath or be a shallow breath. We observe our breath. And if we want to, we can observe our thoughts. 
And if you've been practicing for a long time, there are ways to observe our thoughts without getting caught up in them and sidetracked by them. But if we begin to get sidetracked and start adding more thoughts and more thoughts and getting into dialogues or whole entire plays with ourselves, then we have to come back just to our breath and just allow the thoughts to come and go. So if you, if you feel ready to observe your thoughts, and work with your thoughts. Just observe the quality of the thought. Without getting into the, into the details of the thought, you might feel anger, or it might feel like a depressing or sad train of thoughts. or could just be daydream, or making list. But if you can observe the thoughts that are arising without getting sidetracked by them, just making a, a little note, a little one-word note, you can begin to see a pattern to your thoughts. And then when we see those patterns, we can really work with those. the habitual patterns of our mind. Then it's good to keep coming back to the breath and feel that, feel anchored again in the breath.
be with your breath. If you practice watching your thoughts, don't get caught up in them. Don't let them distract you more. Just notice what keeps arising. And you also may be able to see what sort of thoughts then suddenly become, uh, take you off somewhere and you get lost in your thoughts lost in a daydream or lost in uh, a chain of other thoughts that you can't, that you don't feel like you can control. When you see that happening, come back to your breath. Then you'll begin to see what your thought triggers are. that may get you back into being mindless. Now I'm going to read my wish. Continue sitting. May I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide who have lost their way, a ship for an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. Keep sitting if you if you can, and thank you so much for being here with me this morning and for being such a big part of my practice. Have a beautiful day, and I'll see you Thursday morning. Bye-bye.